It's Freddie Prinze Jr. and Jeff Dye back in the ring. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. Hey, Jeff, are you ready to rumble our way into an all-new season of Wrestling with Freddie? You better believe I have. I've been practicing my body slams, and I'm jacked. All right, don't go injuring yourself now. We'll be highlighting the best stories and matches of the week in wrestling from AEW, WWE, and have one-on-one talks with the best talents in the world of pro wrestling. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app. Apple Podcast or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, love at, at first, first listen. listen. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The volume. All right, guys. It's the most. No. It is the most wonderful time of the year, but it ain't Christmas just yet, so you don't get your boys singing with you. It's the NFL season, and we got football. I'm loving every single week of it. And once again, I've partnered up with the DraftKings Sportsbook to give all new customers a great offer. Bet $5 or more on any game this weekend, and we'll give you $200 in bonus bets instantly. Everybody's an expert at everything. Now you have an opportunity to show it at the DraftKings Sportsbook. And guys, we ain't stopping there. Every week in October, you can take advantage of one of our great offers. So go right now to the DraftKings Sportsbook. Bet $5 or more on any game this weekend, and we'll give you $200 in bonus bets instantly. All you got to do, use my promo code DCTV. Bet $5 or more and get $200 in bonus bets instantly at the DraftKings Sportsbook. Guys, it's easy. DCTV. Bet 5 or more and get $200 in bonus bets instantly. Hey, the DraftKings Sportsbook is where it's at. Because you know what? We got a crown. Crown's yours. Let's go. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.1800gambler.net. And if you're in New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NEW-YORK or text 467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit dcpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort, licensee partner Golden Nugget, Lake Charles. Age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario. See sportsbook.draftkings.com slash football terms for eligibility. Terms and responsible gaming resources. Bonus bets expire seven days after issuance. Eligibility and deposit restrictions do apply. All right, guys. UFC 294. I'm here with this guy, Alexander Volkanovsky, stepping in on late notice to fight Islam Mahachev again. Thanks for checking in with me, champ, mm-hmm. as always. 
Hey, man. So last week, you're at home cooking with Volk, 180 pounds, a little bit of a weight bully. <laughs> I like to say weight bully, right? 155 weight. Heavy boy. I was heavy. You get the call. Like, what do you think? Like, do you think of me like, shit, I'm 175, 180. Like, do I want to do this? I, I, uh, that, was a, that was a question straight away for me. Because, uh, I, I, well, I actually see my weight the day before I got the call. Yeah. And uh, I was with my strength and conditioning coach. He made me do these uh, jumps up with my, with, with my uh, you know, hands on the hips. You've got to do the jump. And when you go on these uh, things, it gets your weight. And I looked at it and, and I seen the weight and we all just started laughing. We're like, what the hell? And I'm, <laughs> That was like a, like, so I had a head day, one day head start. Yeah. Because I, I, once I seen that, I'm like, wow, like, he's the heaviest I've been for a long time. Uh, so I was like, all right, I'm going to need to, you know. Kind of bring yeah, it down so a I, bit. So I ended up doing a few sessions that day. And then um, I even died a little bit. And then I ended up losing uh, a couple of kilos just from that, that first day. And then I got the call. I was like, yeah. oh, well, yesterday I was this. Let me check. <laughs> I went on. I'm like, oh, that's not too bad. Like, it wasn't, it wasn't, it wasn't too bad. So I was ended up being a 79 kg when i got the call but i was 82 the day before you know the longest <laughs> those late notice flights are different because you have them where they're like short notices for me back in the day long short notice i ever had was like seven weeks mm. right and i was like that's pretty quick but i'll do it 11 days is absurd yep. what goes into a decision like that i mean it's a i mean opportunity right like uh what if what if i don't get this rematch I was sitting there thinking, because I know they, they had Charles, and then uh, I'm pretty sure they were going to do Justin Gaethje next, mm -hmm. and then he's talking about moving up and doing all this, and I'm like, you know, you never know. If, like, what if I don't get this rematch? This promises me the rematch. Um, it's a big opportunity, and I always talk about I'm the guy that, that will do these things, you know what I mean? So I, I can't be the guy that, that won't do it, right? So I've, I've always said oh, I'm the guy that will do it, and the guy that will put himself in a position where he can, because I am, I've been a professional for the last 12 years. So uh, the consistency that I've put makes me be able to at least uh, do, do this, uh, which is, uh, yeah, again, it's a, a cra crazy uh, opportunity, and that's just that's how I look at it. When you get a, when this, when stuff like this happens, people start asking questions, right? Someone asked me, they said, does Volkanovski taking this fight on such short notice put his rematch at risk? Because it was almost a given that you would continue to dominate at featherweight, and then ultimately you would at some point fight 155 mm -hmm. for the belt again. So it was almost like, is this risky because you could, in theory, have a full training camp, still have an opportunity mm -hmm. to fight Islam Mahachev? Yeah, well, obviously, that's, that's, that's what it is, right? So now I have to do this rematch uh, on 12 days instead of a full camp. But again, at least this is promised for me. Yeah, for right now. You know what I mean? And the, when you, So one thing I wanted to touch on for your last question, when you talked about the short camp, but being so short, mm -hmm. um, at least... You know, like you said, when you sometimes you get a short camp and it's four weeks, you're going to kill yourself for the kill four weeks. Kill yourself for four weeks. You know what I mean? So then you're, all right, you're, you probably didn't have the perfect camp anyway, and then now you're still that mentally and physically fatigued. I didn't have time for that. Yeah. I didn't have time. But obviously, I trained hard. But I mean, what's four or five days of solid hard or four days of hard training? You know, how much is that going to mentally and physically drain you? Don't get me wrong. I, I went to yeah. work and yeah. uh, I improved that fitness in that short amount of time. I was pretty impressed. But... I'm still excited. I'm still excited. I'm still fresh uh, mentally. Yeah. No crazy nigglies from a full. You camp. don't have those days you know where I mean? you're just like, oh my exactly god, right. four more weeks. Three you know what weeks. I mean? It's a, it can it can be so like uh, obviously, you would still want that because then you can prepare properly. But all right, I can't do that. I accept it. Accept what I can do is be fresh, excited, and dangerous. Absolutely. And you know what I mean? And that's that's what, what all my, my focus is on. 
you know, you decide to do this. How much from the first fight makes you go, I, I want this fight? Because at the end of the last fight, you were the guy that was winning. And you were winning in a really impressive fashion. It's not like you were eking by in round five. Because I was telling this to Ryan Clark last night. Everything before was a guess. Mm-hmm. He looks like he's unbelievably strong on the mat. Once he gets you down, he's, he's a big everybody. This guy's a, he's a, You make him King Kong. Mm-hmm. But then once you're in there, you're like, well, he doesn't hit all that hard. I can defend the takedowns. How much confidence did that give you to say, you know what, man, I'll do this right now? Like, uh, yeah, for sure. Like, uh, it is going to give you a lot of comf- confidence. And then, you know, even having this, uh, the, the, the fact that it's 12 uh, days as well. So I seen that and I showed him a lot of respect, obviously, in the fight. You're going to show him that, that a lot of that respect. I felt like I could have, and it's, well, respect deserved, right? Well, you but said I mean, that after the fight, though. You yeah. imagine, like, fuck, I could have did more. Yes, exactly. So now I, I know that. You're not going to show him that respect. Well, I don't have time to. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I don't have time to prepare. Well, I'm in you know what I mean? Like, I can't afford to show him respect. Yeah. So, uh, which, and now I know I don't really need to anyway. Mm. And, like, and that does, that's no disrespect to him, mm-hmm. but that's just, I, I can't sit there and, like, oh, I play it this way, play it that way. If, it, you know, maybe goes a decision, try and win it this or try and wear him out. Uh, I can't afford any of that. I've got a strict path of what I need to do. Like, you know what I mean? It's, it's clear to me. I want the finish anyway, um, and I'm going to go in for the kill because I know I can from the first fight. I believe I can. I believe I don't need to show him as much respect. I believe even uh, with my cardio, even if we are scrambling, I'm going to be full confidence in that. I'll be full confidence it goes back to the feet, and I'm going to have to go, for, go in for the kill. One of the things that's very evident whenever you fight is like you fight five rounds, and it looks like you can do ten. So when it was announced that you were going to get this on short notice, I have no doubt that you can do 25 minutes in your sleep. Mm-hmm. Because I can't imagine there's a time where you're not in the gym. It seems mm-hmm. like you're constantly in there, just always prepping. And, and in between is when you improve. You 100%. don't improve in training camp. In training camp, you're locked in on what you have to do for that fight, for that specific fight. Mm-hmm. In the middle is when you're trying new things, you're adding new skills, and you can really improve in those moments. You look like a guy that's constantly in the lab getting better. So that's what, what we're always doing. So we're always at least... Uh, trying to keep in half decent uh, shape, but a lot of it is uh, that's where you get your, that's where you evolve, the de- development. So it's not like you're in camp trying to like, you know, prepare for a fight, but at the same time, I'm still in the gym. I'm still, uh, I'm still keeping the, this sharp as well. So you know what I mean? And, and there's not really many days that go by that when I'm in the gym and we're going through techniques and all that, that the Islam fight doesn't come up in, in some of the, 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 the things that we're doing. It's familiar. It's familiar. It's something, well, I mean, like, the, we, I learned so much from that. And then all year, you're, you're doing this, oh, yeah, and this one, this happened. Like, blah, 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 blah. So you end up uh, going through that. So it's like, that's been on my mind, the technique side of things, the whole way through. So it's like, uh, I've, been, I've been prepping for, for this anyway, like, you know what I mean, in certain positions. Would I rather have uh, eight uh, to ten weeks of training camp to, to, so I know... I can, you know, break him and I can really put it on him and wherever it goes, you know, I don't have to show him respect and then I know that oh, my gas tank, I believe I was going to hold on strong. Yeah, all right, but I don't have time. I can't afford to do any of that. I'm going to go in for the kill anyway and uh, let's, let's, go and get, uh, let's go get the job done. After watching fight one, I felt like that was one of a few that you guys would have, right? Mm-hmm. Because you're extremely dominant. He's extremely dominant. You guys would always come together. You're too good not to. Mm-hmm. But now it seems like you're going into this fight no pressure. You're like, I'm stopping this dude. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go out there and finish this dude. And I, I, 
I, I watch you do it constantly. You broke Yair Rodriguez down, bro. Mm. Like, I, you hit him harder earlier than you did on the final shot. Mm. But it was just like, this dude is not going to stop. Yeah. He really had nothing for you. Mm-hmm. Can you apply those lessons from fight one to fight two to assure that you can do that? You can go out there and finish a guy that really hasn't shown many weaknesses in the octagon. Yeah, man, exactly right. He hasn't. So this is where I, I got to have full uh, confidence in, in my ability. And yeah. the beauty, again, short notice. You have no, no pressure. Though. Like, yeah, the pressure. So the, there's, a, there's a difference. I, I, there is no pressure. I'm not feeling pressure. Mm-hmm. I believe he is. And he definitely will. And he that's should. just fact. He's going to have to. There's pressure of the fact that, yeah, everyone knows I come on 12-day notice. And they're not just that. This isn't just anyone coming in on 12-day notice. And he knows that. You're the pom-pom number five. Yeah, and, and he knows that if anyone's going to come in 12-days notice and still going gonna to be fit, going to be strong, probably for the whole 25 minutes, it's mm-hmm. him. And then now, uh, uh, again, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, mate, I'm gonna. I forget where I was gonna go with that question. Uh, look, cause what, how did you first ask that question? Because I was going somewhere first. Man, you think I remember? <laughs> <laughs> you think I remember? I was I going somewhere. Been, I wanted to touch on that. I mean, and I'm gonna come back. This whole shit, like you're still in the middle of it. Yeah, like yeah, I done yeah. been through it and done with it. Like yeah, I don't yeah, remember that enough. shit, man. I ramble too much, and sometimes <laughs> I just completely forget. You know what I mean? But yeah, I don't. I have no idea. Oh, yeah, I literally yeah, sorry, sorry, looked yeah, sorry. off to the right and thought about So golf. the pressure is on him. Sorry, this is where... Attention all wrestling aficionados. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. This is Freddie Prince Jr. And I am beyond thrilled to announce that our wrestling extravaganza is back. And joining me once again is the one and only Jeff Dye. Get ready as we highlight the most jaw-dropping matches, dissect the fiercest feuds, and uncover the latest twists and turns in the world of pro wrestling. We're dusting off our legendary side quests and unleashing a barrage of brand new segments that will keep you guys on the edge of your seat like our talks on unsanctioned Thursdays. Freddie, you know we gotta give the people what they want. This season, we have an all-star lineup of special guests who are gonna be gracing our podcast, bringing with them their own unique insights, experiences, and all of that in the world of pro wrestling and beyond. Whether you're a seasoned wrestling veteran or a fresh-faced newcomer, we promise an experience like no other. So buckle up, wrestling fans. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley, and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slammed up. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's Rappaport's Reality Podcast. Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're talking tea, we're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television 
today. Here are some examples of what you'll hear from us on Rappaport's Reality Podcast. This is where we discuss all things reality TV, all things popular culture. And a little bit of Rappaport's reality, the reality of bit. us. We're a figuring bit. out. And if we had been recording these last four or five days, Ooh. it, it would have been, Ooh, a, been the podcast juicy. would have taken a, a, a left turn. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. It is, yeah. <laughs> the pressure is on him. Look, there's still a lot to lose for me. Absolutely. There's That's a lot to lose for him. There's a lot to lose for me. Remember, I, like you touched on it earlier, this is the rematch that everyone knows I want. I want it. You know, I want that win mm-hmm. back. I want that lightweight title. Now I have to do that one on 12 days notice, which you're like, why are you doing it? But at least this is guaranteed. And, the, yeah. you know, high risk, high reward. There's so many other yeah. things that come into play. Uh, so, but... I, and one thing is I've accepted the fact that it's a short notice and I, I you know, so, yeah, like the pressure's on him, I, you know, I'm not letting there be pressure on me and I'm accepting that, nah, who cares, you're going out there and you've got a job to do and that's that, you know what I mean? Yeah. So it's, it's like a freedom, it's yeah. almost a freedom and a, uh, I don't know, it's like a, a freedom and swag about me, it's like, oh, let's no, just I do know, it. I can tell. Let's do it. Let's do it. I you know, know what I mean? You want to land one? Fucking sweet. Sorry. Uh, no, sweet. No worries. No worries. I'm happy yeah. to land one too. You know what I mean? Like, I'm, I'm ready to, you know, I've never really been in a situation where it's kill or be killed. Um, and I think I'm going to be a dangerous man like that. You guys are in very close quarters. He just walked past. You walk right in. I was talking oh, he was about, just in here, was he? He just okay, walked yeah. past. He didn't do the interview, but he walked past. And then you walk in. But you guys are in very close quarters. And then Ray, the guy on the camera, goes, well, these guys are kind of buddy-buddy. A few years ago, Tony Ferguson and, and uh, Donald Cerrone were in the sauna together. I said, no, these guys aren't buddy-buddies. You guys aren't buddy-buddies. There's a mutual respect for yeah. each other. But you guys ain't sauning together. And you guys ain't coming together in these hallways giving hugs and shit. Yeah, it yeah, ain't like that, Vol. Come on. Nah, no, of course not. Like, you know what I mean? Again, there's, there's going to be respect. Uh, but at the, at the same time, there is that little bit of rivalry. Um, yeah, so, you know, I mean, there's going to be, there's, look at the history, right? Like, especially for him, he's the, for me, I'm like, oh, yeah, whatever. Like, I'm all good. Like, you know what I mean? But I can feel, I've been in his position where um, he, got, he got his hand raised mm-hmm. and think of the, like, negative uh, sort of uh, feedback he got from that whole situation. Yeah, for sure. And you could see, like, you know, that's, that's a, you know, affecting him. That's why there's a bit, a lot of pressure as well. Mm-hmm. So you can see that. So I think on his side, like, I'll, I'll be more than happy to shake hands. And uh, I would do a sauna with him. No but, I mean, way, I guarantee dude. you, I, I guarantee you he wouldn't. I guarantee <laughs> you he wouldn't. Let me say this. So there is pressure, right? But there is this idea, especially from the interview you and I did with him, where it was almost like he was looking past you, mm-hmm. Right? So people may say to him, well, you look past him the first time. This time you're more locked in. You should be able to handle this. Do you think after we sat down and he was make, didn't, he, re, he didn't feel like he respected the wrestling. He didn't know what was in front of him. Do you feel like he might have looked down the line a little bit when you guys were fighting the first time? Well, again, yeah, but he would have. Uh, but the thing is, uh, this is what uh, I touched on with uh, just in the uh, media day. He, he's going to always be prepared. You, I'm sure you've been in the gym with him. Yeah. When is he not? I don't care how easy, how easy he thinks the fight's going to be. You think uh, Khabib and Javier is just going to let him just cruise? No. no they're going to put the work in. They're always going to do that. But that can mentally be a problem, especially when someone like me 
steps up and, and starts stuffing takedowns, starts getting up and starts, uh, you know, putting hands on you, starts getting takedowns on you or like getting you, it's like, well, where's this coming from? Mm-hmm. If you've got that mentality going in, it's going to, you know, it's going to break you uh, a little bit, right? You're going to be like mentally and physically draining because I expected something. Even though he prepared you well. You can't expect. Exactly right. Especially when things don't go to plan, you're going to start, your head's going to start going, oh shit, where's this going? What's going mm-hmm. on here? Uh, so that uh, definitely was a fact, I believe. I know he's prepared properly. Uh, but you know, I think uh, the fact that he went in there thinking that it might have been easier, even though he prepared well, that can sometimes uh, be, uh, be a problem up here. A little bit of a switch in crowd. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was crazy in Perth. Yeah, it, was. I, it was coming through the TV. Right, obviously you'll get a little bit of a different reaction here in Abu mm-hmm. Dhabi. Do you think that can play a part into the idea of how the fight is going? Uh, well, for me, it doesn't. It doesn't matter. Like, it I've, seemed I've, like it was propelling you. Oh, they would go crazy, and you would just turn into Superman. I mean, and honestly, as a guy that trained with Mahakachev, I was like, man, no rematch, no rematch. I was like, <laughs> no rematch, because I'd never seen anybody push him in that way. Yeah, but you know, it's gonna be you because you do it every single time. And yeah. I honestly, I'm, 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 I'm a guy that loves to talk. And you're like one of the only guys that actually makes me like at a loss of words. Because how the fuck are you so good at this shit? It's hard. Like it's it's a hard thing to do this game. So you touched on uh, the having the crowd advantage. I probably made some uh, bad decisions because of that too, right? Oh, okay. you know what I mean. Like there was times where I was thinking I was talking to his corner. I can't remember who I was talking to, and that's when he got his the body triangle. Mm-hmm. Where I started yapping a bit, mm-hmm. um, and there was a, a couple of things that. You know, I probably could have, could have, could have changed it and not got so overzealous. Is that the right word? Yeah, yeah. that's right. Yeah. Um, but we'll think about it. So a lot of people are like, oh yeah, you thrive off that. But I mean, then you watch me against Max the third time. Yeah, you. Look I was getting good. booed. You I was getting booed, and then that that boo, you know, the booing motivated me. So I, no matter the situation, I've said this every time. If you boo for me, I'm gonna make it work. You cheer for me, I'm gonna make it work. Yeah. That's just how I am. Uh, so for him. I know I'm not going to be affected by it. Cheer or boo me, whatever, it doesn't matter. I've got a job to do and that's all I focus on. He, it seems to play on him a little bit. So, uh, yeah, he might think that, all right, now I've got my crowd. I go, all right, so what, you're really paying attention to that? Now you're, you put more pressure on yourself. Mm-hmm. You don't want to lose in front of all these people to a guy on 12 days' notice. <laughs> you're going to start telling them that. Yeah, I'm going it to be like, like you're going to tell yeah. them that when you see him. Yeah, like, well, what, if, <laughs> you know, what if he's trying to take me down? I'm like, oh, my God, mate, you still, hey, I'm still feel strong, don't mm. I? You know what I mean? I'm like, oh, there's a lot of people here to support you. You better not embarrass them. You know what I mean? Like, uh, you know, I'm not one to talk, but I mean, you get what I mean? Like, that, that's putting yeah. pressure on himself. When you start looking at it that way, I remember fighting at home. I feel like a, I feel like sometimes it could put more pressure on yourself earlier in my career because yeah. that's how I looked at it. Where now, I don't. So I had that, you know, maybe I got a little overzealous, but you know what I mean? I didn't, like, that was maybe the only, only thing. Mm. But um, again, if you were relying on all these other things... Mate, I'm the wrong man to be in front of you because I ain't going to lose composure for a second. Like, you know what I mean? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be calm. You know what I mean? There's not, I'm not going to lose... Uh, I'm not going to stress. You're not going to see any of that. And if you stress because you're getting booed or because you don't have a Khabib in your corner or things like that, I'm like, oh, mate, I don't, care. I don't care what is in your favour. Me being in front of you, things aren't going to go to plan all the time. And if these little things are going to affect you, just me being in front of you is going to affect you 100%. Yeah. So you better not care about any of that shit and just be ready to turn up because I'm going to make it a fight no matter one day notice. Come, you, It doesn't matter. I'm going to make it a fight every single time. And if you need to have all these per- per- perfect things, oh, I get 10 more hours uh, in rehydration after 
I don't know how 30 something isn't enough, but he wants 40 something or whatever it is. And if you're going to really focus and, and think these things are going to help you, he's going to be in for a rude shock again. Mm-hmm. And that's fact. Like, I mean, if he's expecting these little things that give him massive uh, advantage, of the, like obviously the 12-day camp, all right, he, he can think that. But again, if he sits there thinking, oh, he's going to be tired, he's going to be in for a rude shock. Yeah. Because, I mean, it's like you said, I can not train all year. I can do five rounds, I guarantee yeah. you. At a pace of this one, do I want to keep it at, at, at five rounds after not, tra- <laughs> not training? All right, like, let's not get it there if I didn't train. But I, I have been training. I'm still confident in my fitness. Uh, but again, I don't, I don't plan on uh, trying to break him out there. Yeah. I plan on uh, putting hands on him and getting the finish. Last couple of things. Ideal, ideal for Saturday night or Sunday morning. I don't even know when we fight in this place, man. <laughs> What's Saturday ideal? Night, Saturday, Saturday night, night yeah. for you. Like, how's this end for you? Uh, the timing? How does this fight end for you? Oh, how does it end? Like, man, I'm going for the finish. I have to. Like, I've, uh, I've got a clear path, and that's, what, that's why I'm going to be so dangerous. Mm-hmm. I have to go in for the finish. He ain't an easy man to finish, but uh, that just adds to my story when I do get the job done. Uh, again, I ain't sitting here trying to break him. I ain't thinking of all these, oh, if it goes this way, it goes, ah, can't afford to think mm-hmm. any of that. I'm going in there to put hands on his chin, and I want to get that finish. Last thing, that YouTube channel blowing up. I see you. Going I, see, I see you. Actually, hey, we just said that. I it's see like it's you going on YouTube right, you know? Number one on trending uh, one hey, of my videos not long dude, ago. This you know boy I'm right here doing, doing it. So look, America, cooking with Volk, me and you, Cajun food. Cajun? Yeah, Cajun done. food. Done. Done? All right, y'all see this? Me and the champ, Cajun food next time he's in Vegas. Done. Cooking with Volk. Cooking with Volk. Done. All right? 100%. Me and you. Let's go. Oh, good. You are, uh, we'll go somewhere and get something to do, or you want no, me to cook no, it for no, you? No, no, no. We will cook, oh, we'll together. cook together. I will teach it. Oh, I will okay, teach yeah. you how to make the Cajun food. Okay, sweet. We give it to your channel. You go and you put it to your people. Yeah. And, uh, they'll, no, no, then, we'll do it. Yeah, let's do it. Then we'll, let, then we'll let the Australian people know how we get down in Louisiana a little bit. Louisiana. I've, I've actually had some Louisiana style. It's uh, really good. It's good. It's not bad. It's really good. Alexander Bolkanovsky takes on Islam Mahachev on Saturday night, UFC 294. Pound best fighter in the world goes up again to take on one of the most dangerous men on the planet. Make sure you like, subscribe, tap into his YouTube channel and everything else this man does. He is a winner across the board. Till next time, guys, like, subscribe. Tell your friends about DC's YouTube channel because I got dudes like Alexander Volkanovsky stopping for check-ins. All right? Peace. It's Freddie Prinze Jr. and Jeff Dye back in the ring. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. Hey, Jeff, are you ready to rumble our way into an all-new season of Wrestling with Freddie? You better believe I have. I've been practicing my body slams, and I'm jacked. All right, don't go injuring yourself now. We'll be highlighting the best stories and matches of the week in wrestling from AEW, WWE, and have one-on-one talks with the best talents in the world of pro wrestling. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app. Apple Podcast or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at, at first, first listen. listen. This season... 
We're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 